Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au There's nothing like a really big, uh, ostentatious, overblown introduction to a show, and that's what this is. Nothing like that at all. I love anything ostentatious. It's just, uh, I liked ostentatious. How much can a koala bear? <laughs> we'll get him one day on I was just going to do a line and I thought, better off. No, it. you better not do it. There's some lines in that ostentatious you can't do. A bit X-rated. Hey, welcome to, to uh, Food Bites with thanks to our very good friends at Cheese Links. My name's Kevin Hillier and her name is Ostentatious. Her name is, of course, Sarah Patterson. Hello. Hello, Kevin. Great guest today. We'll talk about him in a tick, but he is a beauty. He is a, a ripping fella. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, comes highly recommended by a lot of uh, very good mutual friends of ours. He's one of the nicest in show business. As being just that. And uh, as we found out after we did the interview, he is exactly that. Mm. Rob Mills is who we're talking about. Yeah. Star of stage, screen, everything. He's my new favourite person this week. He, everything. He's done it, but he's done it all. He's one of show business's great all-rounders. Yeah, absolutely. And there's not a lot of those around these days. Musical theatre. He does it all. He can sing, he can dance and he can act very well too. Yes, he can. Uh, As he'll Tell you all about mm. during in a, in a not a mm. boastful way, but you know. Mm. But we'll we'll ease it out of him gently. Yes, you'll know what we're talking about. It's very painless. Uh, we love talking about cheese because oh. cheese is something that is near and dear to my middle of my stomach. Absolutely. <laughs> if you get in touch with Janet at cheeselinks.com.au, she can set you up with all the equipment you need to start your cheese making journey in your very own kitchen. You can check out all the equipment that's available online. It's very easy to get started. And it's not that hard to make your own cheese and yogurt, Kevin. And you know what Janet can't say to you, but you've got anyway? <laughs> the, enthousi- the natural enthusiasm and want to stuff really nice cheese in your gob. Yep. She doesn't need to teach you that, doesn't and need to sell you that. Tell you it's what, there. it's a really good couple's pursuit. If you've got a stirrer in your family, in my case, we've got Kevin, <laughs> big stirrer, get someone to help you stir the cheese and uh, you'll really enjoy yourself. Cheeselinks.com.au, <laughs> 52821984. Move those curds, Kevin. Absolutely. It's, uh, sorry, did you say curd? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wasn't that the problem that little Miss, what was her name? Her, the her, problem was you and Hutchie the, kept going out the back just to watch gas the races. <laughs> and to watch the races. I and, was left to stir the cheese. And Pat uh, and Pat Hutchie's greyhounds. Mm. Uh, now, we digress. Let's get to our guest this week because he is a beauty. Uh, soon to be seen in Dancing with the Stars, yeah. the new version of that, the all-star version, it's Rob Mills. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen cheeselinks.com.au Welcome to the Food Bites uh, podcast. Lovely to have you on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey Rob, I'm tipping that you might be partial to the odd Snickers bar because I did read that you uh, you get hangry sometimes. This is a fact. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. This is why you'll, you'll probably never see me on a show like um, a celebrity get me out of here where they starve you. <laughs> um, I saw a bit of I saw a bit of it this year. Bo Ryan was like, "Guys, I, I can't be here. Like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like yell at everybody because he gets so hangry. I feel like I I hear you, Bo. That's me. That that's definitely me. So, would you be quitting on the first day of that uh, show? You reckon? Oh, maybe the second. I'd probably get through a day. <laughs> but yeah, I need um, need some sort of carbohydrates or just some fuel for my body. Yeah, or for my brain. So, are you a self uh, server? Are you good in the kitchen? Do you look after yourself? Yeah, we're pretty good. Um, I learned from a very um, early age to, to cook 
mum and dad were working and um, they sort of just taught us or they forced us to uh, to cook. Usually it was, beginning was just making your own school lunches uh, from probably like the age of six, doing our own washing, all that sort of stuff. Because wow. <laughs> um, parents are like, yeah, both our parents were working. So we just, mum would teach us or dad would teach us how to do it. And then we just dinners, uh, make, yeah, do all the washing. And then we'd, we'd learn how to make lunches and then make dinners. But it's not like, they, they they definitely made dinners for us guys. Just I'm just pointing this out. This is not like <laughs> <laughs> we were we were trapped at home doing nothing. Mum mum and dad both cooked dinners, but I'm just saying we joined in as well. We helped and helped them out. So um, so yeah, I feel like I've got some I've got some good skills. Um, we've been doing this. Um, this is not sponsored, but we've been doing Marley Spoon for a while mm. for the last couple of years, which I I really like. It's just, just three meals a week that we that we choose to do, and you're always learning something new and gives time for. Tony and I, to, which is my partner, to yeah, have a have a bit of a cook in the kitchen together. Yeah, nice fresh ingredients and and fairly easy to compile. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty good, and the recipes are really easy to follow. And yeah, as I said, not sponsored. I do pay for it every week. <laughs> so, what are you? What, what's your what's your signature dish? What's your go to dish? Um, I like a like a old school, like just a stir fry. Uh, with whatever sauces I can find in the in the cupboard, um, or like a spaghetti bolognese, something like that, just a, a classic dish. Uh, but I do love making like a uh, like a scrambled eggs with um, maybe some chotto motto, um, this sort of chili oil, um, crispy chili oil that they've got, which is really nice. And maybe I'll cook up some mushrooms on the side as well, and uh, some bacon. Yeah, I like I like making a breakfast. How has it been for you, Rob, coming out of an extended lockdown and going straight into dancing with uh, the stars? Did you gain a few COVID kilos and is is this uh, doing the trick to get rid of them, I suppose? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, COVID kilos is a real thing. I think we can all attest to that. Um, I definitely lost a few kgs from the dancing because it's not just the dancing, but you're just on your feet constantly um, throughout the day. So, yeah, we were doing six days a week. So it's ex- exhausting. Um, but yeah, yeah, my posture's never been better. <laughs> and you're a pretty good hand jiver. So how how do you go on the <laughs> on the ballroom dance floor? Uh, look, it's a little bit different to winning a um, a choreographed competition every night on stage eight times a week. So winning a hand jive is uh, <laughs> a lot different to actually winning a Dancing with the Stars uh, <laughs> competition. <laughs> Uh, because when I was on stage, I could look around and go, I'm definitely not the best dancer here, but Danny Zuko has to win, guys, so let me win. Um, it's in the script. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think I, did, I think I did okay. I think um, we had an excellent um, dance teacher uh, and partner in Alana Donovan. She's fantastic. So she really, she really helped me out. She um, yeah, she did such a great job. Um, what, what's 2022 on, on the calendar for you? What do you got lined up after, after Dance with the Stars finishes? Mate, uh, hopefully if everything goes to plan, I'll be back on stage later in the year, um, which will soon be soon to be announced. Um, and just working on a few little little projects here and there, which I can't really talk about yet. But yeah, um, yeah, very very busy. But hopefully, uh, yeah, back on stage in a in a show soon. Apart from being on Dancing with the Stars, you've also been uh, in the news recently, Rob, um, calling for the federal government to, to step in and uh, oh, and lend neighbours a hand. Controversy. No, I know, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Headline grabbing. <laughs> oh, I know. Look, it's bold strokes. 
Um, <laughs> I think people are pretty well attuned to my um, which way that I, I lean politically. Um, I don't really lean anyway. I just don't like him at all. Mm. I think he he, he, def- he definitely let down the country, but certainly let down the arts um, over the last over the last couple of years. Um, when there was a time for a need for leadership in this country, we just saw nothing. So someone who just did nothing. Anyway, I just think of um, Neighbours as just such a great training ground. Um, thousands of jobs have been created since it's, um, you know, 37 years ago. And every year people keep learning on the job. Mm. It's a great place um, for to build up your skill set to, um, yeah, for writers, directors, editors, um, actors, um, yeah, producers, wardrobe. Like there's so many different people that have come through that um the the stable of neighbours. It would just be a shame for it to, to, to go. Even if it if we lose it, I still don't think um, the government should let that actual facility go. Mm. Um, yep. It's just as I said, we we need a training ground like this, or else we're just going to keep um, sending our actors and talented creatives overseas, where they're um, you know, <laughs> I suppose they're rewarded for their efforts. Unlike here, yeah. Hey, your character was killed off, wasn't it? Is there is there any possibility, you know, with, through the magic of uh, of what uh, long running TV shows oh, can do? Oh, the evil do? twin. <laughs> the evil twin. Uh, I already came. I already came back last year as a ghost, uh, which oh. I thought was great fun to be a part of. I, le- I definitely left peak soap. Um, I got to be part of a two hander episode, which was just Jackie Woodburn and myself um, at the end of Neighbours Endgame, which is our. Um, way of me on an island trying to kill Toadie and trying to kill a bunch <laughs> yeah, of the characters off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, couple of ones that, you know, the producers didn't want to negotiate their contracts anymore. So that was my job to come in and um, <laughs> get, get rid of those characters, maybe. I don't know. I tried to get rid of Jackie. She wouldn't go. Uh, <laughs> oh, Susan, Susan lives on. Susan lives on. I um I would imagine with both uh, filming Neighbours and uh, and filming a show like Dancing with the Stars, you'd be used to early uh, wake up calls. Do you need coffee to get you through the day? Oh, I love a coffee. Do yeah, absolutely. I love a coffee. Nothing too too strong, but just like a, maybe two throughout the day. Mm. Any more than that, um, it's probably too much for me. But yeah, just like I have a, a morning ritual of making making a coffee here uh, at home. I've got like a little barista machine thing, um, which which I bought during lockdown. And I really like it. I like the, um, yeah, I like the ritual of it. Yeah. Oh, look, Kevin will not have a, uh, he w- will not let himself no. have an instant coffee. No. Would you have instant if it's the only thing available? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, during the, I was doing a play called Puffs and they had uh, some Nescafe Blend 43 <laughs> and some Milo. And I would make myself a trailer park mocha. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> a, tra- a trailer park mocha. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, you got a sweet tooth? Does, a, does a, you know, a bicky and stuff go with the coffee and the, and the trailer park mocha? <laughs> uh, only if I'm out. If I'm out, like at a, like a, a bakery or a patisserie, I do, love, um, I do love sweet things. But it's not, it's not a must. It's not a must-have every morning, especially after the last couple of years. I'm trying to lose those kilos, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. I know where you're coming from there. Um, look, our um, friend Brian Mannix, you did uh, Celebrity Apprentice with him, Rob, and I've got to oh, tell yeah. you, he's a really big rap for you. He says that you are one of the nicest, most genuine people in the business. He's lying. Uh, it's, all, 
I'm a very good actor. I've got a job <laughs> on that. Uh, but uh, I would say I would say that about Brian. Actually, but Brian is—you could not find a, I don't think, a more authentic human than Brian. He just says it how it is. Um, he's got such great life experience um, and doesn't take himself too seriously. But yeah, everything that he does, he definitely takes seriously. I think that's a kind of a motto I've got myself. Are they hard to find in show business, Rob? Authentic people. Uh, I think more and more in life it's hard to find authentic mm. people. Um, we're spending so much time pushing out this narrative on social media of who we kind of are or the, the version of ourselves that, we, that we're that we trying to be or that we oh, want to yeah. be, but yeah. it's, it's not really the authentic version. So I think with the rise of social media in the last 10 years or so, I, I would say that we're moving further away from that, unfortunately. Like there is a definite push for wellness and, and mental health um, educators out there who are, you know, preaching this authenticity stuff. But it's hard mm. to preach authenticity through through social media, yeah. through a platform yeah. which basically promotes the opposite. Um, as far as our industry goes, no, I think, to, to be honest, I think um, there's, a, there's a lot of actors out there, um, and I, I've said this to my brother, um, I don't think I got to know who I was until I did start acting. So I've, I've been telling him to get his kids into acting, not to become actors. There's bloody no jobs here. Um, <laughs> but to learn more about who they are as people. Because when you get a script, you have to read through the script and go, all right, what does this person feel? What are they feeling in this moment? How would I, how would I feel in that moment? Actually, how do I, how, how do I think of it? What, what do I think about that? How do I feel about that? So it forces you to go a bit more um, internal and search for sort of some answers for your character, but therefore ask the question yourself, how do you feel about something? So I think the more the more you know about yourself at an earlier age, the, the quicker you can work out what you want and what you stand for in life. So if that if that means being more authentic, then yeah, I, I think if you can get there at an earlier age, that, that'll help you become more authentic, definitely. And also would help you deal with some of the crap you have to put up with when you're in a position like you are on social and from social media. Oh, I mean, the social media stuff just doesn't really bother me at all. Like, you, people don't know who you are. Your friends know who you are. Your, um, your, I would say your, your critics, your critics were like, I mean, the, the professional ones, I'll be like, all right, I'll take that advice. I'll, I, I, I love constructive criticism. I played like team sports all my life. You're constantly getting um, judged by your coach and your peers and your assistant coaches, and that's how you get better. But I'm 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 not good at taking well. Why why would I bother taking any kind of crap or criticism from someone who I don't even know or mm-hmm. who's, yep. who's never even met me? So yeah, I, I'm 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 fine. Like words are words. They are yeah. harmful, hurtful, but. If you've got a good sense of self, be like, and you've got a good um, core friends and family around you, then you, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it now. I don't doesn't really bother me at all. Good on you. Quite apart from the fact that uh, most of these people who uh, say these dreadful things about other people on social media, you do wonder whether they'd have the guts to walk up to you into the in the flesh and say them to your face. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I'd like to think they they have the courage, but I, there's there's probably a chance they don't, and they're very they're probably just sad and lonely themselves. A lot of the time, I'll reach out and say, "I hope you're okay." This is, you're saying some pretty hurtful things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, coming from a pretty, um, you know, sad or enraged place, I hope that you're okay. You know, yeah. I'm fine, but <laughs> um, 
Well, I hope, yeah, I hope that, I hope that you're okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you're having a, a dinner party and you can invite the people that you do care about, the people you do like, who would you have at a dinner party at your place? Oh, that's <laughs> if it's if we're going to go full celebrity people that I'd love to meet. Um, I've got three, mm. um, so I would definitely want to meet Dave Chappelle. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd love to have him at. Um, he's a American comedian. He's oh, very yeah. funny. He's an actor. He's very smart and very funny. Um, I would say um, Stephen Fry. Yeah. I'd love to have at my dinner party just for storytelling and just knows everything about the world. So I think I could just sit there with my with my hands on my on my fist just looking at him just saying, tell me more, tell me more. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then I would say as someone who loves acting, um, uh, I would go with Helen Mirren. Oh. I think she's just a bit of a babe and also just super smart and funny and a great actress and she would have had an incredible life. I'd love to hear about it. Also, I think it's important when having a dinner party, will these guests get along? And I thought about that. I was like, yeah, I think they get along. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that all, I think that all get along. So obviously my partner would hopefully be there as well. My fiance. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're your fiance, now that you've brought that up too, I, I um I did read somewhere that you wanted to do the big proposal thing on a on a mountaintop, <laughs> but uh, you ended up going on a road trip and getting some pies. <laughs> we uh yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty that's, Long short of it. Uh, Good man, you didn't. I oh, like a bloke who doesn't put the bench too high for the rest of us. Mate, we got to the top of the mountain and uh, we walked up the top of Mount Kosciuszko, and there was just so many people. And I thought this just feels. It felt weird to to do this in front of lots of people. So yeah, I, I was like, this this is not for anyone else. It's just for us, you know. So yep. it just didn't feel right. And then we were walking down, and then we got in the car, and. Um, as we were driving along, I made her find the ring in the back in the back seat in my in my backpack, uh, which oh. was in there the, the whole time that we were walking up the mountain. Anyway, so <laughs> she's like, "I just found this ring. I found this ring, Robert." <laughs> <laughs> Robert. <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was actually quite lovely. I pulled, you know, we pulled over and uh, both of us pulled our eyes out, oh. um, and then we went for a bit of a drive and. Uh, we were driving from from Melbourne to Sydney, but we we took about three days to do it. So it was lovely from Kosciuszko or Threadbow to um, to Mollymook. We stopped at the closest uh, bakery that we could find. We got some hot pies, and yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's very yeah, that's very good. And, very good indeed. And just it's very us. It's definitely very us. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and you know what else? I actually love the story of how you uh, met. Didn't you see your fiance on the telly, and you thought I'd like to get in touch with her, or I'd like to meet her? Yeah, I did. I, I I saw her on um, ABC's News Breakfast, and she just yeah, there was something about her that um, I mean, she's beautiful, but there was something very authentic about about Georgie that I noticed straight away. Um, she spoke really well. She seemed very engaging and smart, funny. Um, so yeah, I messaged her on Instagram saying. We've got some mutual friends in common. I'm not a crazy person, um, <laughs> but I noticed that you're. I noticed that you're new to Melbourne, and I know what it's like to be a new person in a new town. If you'd like someone to show you around, I'd be um, more than willing to um, show you around in a coffee shop, or yeah, just let me know. So that was that's the kind uh, of you know the, the a nice easy in, I suppose. Like 
I'll, I'll leave it up to you. But yeah, it took a, a few days for her to get back to me. I was like, okay, she doesn't want me. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Treat him mean and keep him uh, keen. Wow. That is the best. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The best story we could have heard, I think, on given that we're recording this on Valentine's Day. I was about day. to say, it's, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. How lovey dovey are you today? You're too busy doing other stuff. <laughs> no, very. I'll, I'll definitely cook her dinner tonight. Um, I don't know what yet, but um, she loves. Chicken and potatoes, so there's a good chance there'll be some sort of mashed potato uh, and some, maybe some like chicken schnitzel or something I'll make up tonight. Or KFC if you get pressed for time. <laughs> it's also, mate, even if I did that, it should be like, oh my god, you, you love me so much. Like that would probably <laughs> be, that would be better in her in her eyes. That be her love language is what is there? Uh, uh, there's gifts. There's like there's time spent with the person. There's affection in tunnies. It's just. And KFC. There's always and KFC. <laughs> and just to finish up, Rob, um, on that subject, if you had a, um, a cooking or a kitchen tip to share, what would that be? Um, I'm sure everyone has said this before, but it's always tidy up as you go is mm. always a good way. And then you don't feel it's so daunting to do, to do the dishes afterwards. Mm. Um, I would say get a very good pan. Like if you're going to spend money on anything, it's a good, uh, a good knife. And a good pan. The rest of it is fine. But, yeah, you need a good pan and you need good knives. Beautiful. Right. Rob, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on Dancing with the Stars okay. and uh, and uh, whatever else is coming up in 2022 when you announce it. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au uh, he's a good fella. I love what Rob said, uh, especially about social media and the perils of social media. Well, the irony of it uh, that <laughs> you go on it and you um you kind of project yourself as somebody that well, you're not. Some people do. Some people are very honest on it, and so and some people are very you know, articulate themselves very well, but others get on there and pretend to be something that they're not mm, living well, this life in, that is just inauthentic. Uh, what was it? Walter Mitty. The Walter, it's the mm. Walter Mitty. It's the home of the Walter Mitty yeah. syndrome. I really enjoyed that chat. I loved hearing about Rob's uh, romantic pursuits and uh, how he met his fiancée and I loved, I loved the going to the mountaintop to do the proposal and then that didn't work so they got in the car, went on a road trip and got a couple of pies. Now, I love that. If he was, a, if he was a, a, an ego-blown uh, person uh, in showbiz, he would have done it on the mountain in front of all the yeah, other people. Yeah, made a big song and dance. Exactly, but he thought, no, this is our moment. I want it to be yes, us. Yes, private. Go and do it. So it's a really lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah, I'm in love kudos. with Kudos. No, I said I was first. I said I was first. Uh, let's I've get moved t- on from Len Pascoe <laughs> to uh, Rob Mills, Kevin, so... Oh. I'm sorry. It, it's a little uh, a little kind of terms and conditions I'm going to have to put on with everybody we bring on the show. Oh, incidentally, Sarah will fall in love with you. Is that okay? I can't help it. <laughs> She's in love with the leading man, so she has to fall in love with the support actors. Um, All right, let's get to our Friday food poll. Watermelon. Yes. Uh, some are favourite yeah, well, with many. No, 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 I don't like it much. No, I'm not. Yeah. Rebecca, let's start with Rebecca. She says it's a watery waste of time, and Ma- I tend to agree Michelle with it. Michelle says, yay, love it. Sue Landry, yay. Leonie says, it's a definite yay. A piece that's nice and cold is hard to beat on a hot summer day. We used to grow them on the farm. Oh, that'd be pretty satisfying. Yeah. Susan says, I love watermelon, although I don't like the yellow ones. Uh, I found they had no flavour. Okay, <laughs> Julie sure. says, yuck. Yeah. The flowery texture and tasteless, they are flowery mm. in texture and tasteless, the worst fruit 
ever. They are flowery. Sue Hosking, for many years it was a nay, but now I love it. Say uh, yay for me. Deb Murphy says, a big yes and fresh watermelon juice with loads of ice and vodka. Vodka, yeah, someone put vodka (laughs) in under that. Joylene, yes for me, but I never ate it until I was over 30. Isn't that funny how watermelon Ah, comes to you with me? With age. As a kid, had it all the time as a kid in Queensland. Your palate changes. Fran says, uh, yes on hot days. Kerry Rodder says, so, yay. Rob Elliott, who now lives in Queensland, says 100% yes. Yes. Terry says, a school. <laughs> Squeeze. Squeeze. Squeeze lemon juice all over it. And, and then there's another Terry, Terry who Daniel. Hmm, not a fan. Sorry, nay. Oh, don't be sorry. Artie Stevens says, occasionally. Kate Fitzpatrick. Yes. Oh, really? That Kate Fitzpatrick says, that yay. That one. That one. The actor. That one. Wow. That's pretty big. It is. Oh, I'm She's a friend of a friend of a friend. I'm a bit stoked about that. There you go. Old Croaky, only when served icy cold at the beach on a hot summer's day. Remember when you, we used to have those days? We still do, Old Croaky, mm. trust me. Cynthia says, with fresh mint and feta, Ooh. the best salad. Yeah, yeah, I heard of that. John says, my European dad would have watermelon and bread. Oh, Okay. That's just weird. Sam Newman, who we know from his yeah. appearance on this podcast, is not a fruit person. <laughs> no, you can't we... be in the same room <laughs> with fruit, Sam, but he says it, the, the watermelon is okay if you don't get a hernia carrying it to the car. <laughs> That's true, Good yes. Point. Kate Stevens, and I absolutely love watermelon when it's ripe and sweet. It's one of my favourite things. Jimmy Wilson says, yay, but it has to be sweet. Remember the movie Dirty Dancing? She carries, she says, I carried the watermelon. Wayne Baby. says. You don't care. No. Oh. Wayne said, I wasn't a big fan of the Dirty Dancing film, yeah. to be honest. Uh, nobody think, puts nobody puts Kevin in a corner. This table. This Did you table, hear that? I just made a joke. Yeah, Patrick Swayze is more wooden than this table, <laughs> in all honesty. Oh, well, don't well, speak ill of the... <laughs> And I don't mean now. I mean when he was on the screen. Let's not go there. Okay. Wayne said, look, I'll be honest and say I had some trouble writing this as watermelon isn't something I feel that strongly about. I mean, I never sort of sit there thinking, blimey, I'd commit (laughs) war crimes for some watermelon right now. (laughs) So I decided to look at the pros and cons. Shape and size are a con. The damn thing is the size and weight of a toddler and it can cause (laughs) just as much damage rolling around your kitchen or car boot if you don't supervise it properly. (laughs) That's true. Put a seatbelt on it. It's mainly water and it's messy to Mm. eat, but despite being mainly water, you end up all sticky afterwards Mm. and therefore attracting flies like a rotting sheep carcass. It does have its good points, though. Making a vodka watermelon yeah, is right at the top there. Yeah, you drill holes in it. Now, if you've seen The Irishman on Netflix, you'll understand what he's talking about. And old Japanese men who like to pretend they're ninjas <laughs> yeah. would be completely lost without the watermelon to throw ninja stars at or to sit on someone's stomach while they slice it with a katana. I think that's how you <laughs> it's like a samurai that. sword, yeah, samurai is it? Sword. Yeah. Uh, it's also been the subject of some fearful abuse <laughs> by the stars of Mythbusters. <laughs> it is a great thing to blow up. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they fire it out of a catapult, they shoot it, they drop it from a 45-metre tower because nothing explodes explodes quite like a watermelon. The watermelon aside has tipped my hand. I feel sorry for it and will strike a blow for the downtrodden and give this Uh humble gourd of resilience a resounding (laughs) yes. Oh, beautiful. Well done, Wayne. I like how Wayne breaks it down into a sort of a scientific equation and he weighs up the pros and cons and Wayne then makes his decision. Wayne turns it into a bloody algorithm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I say. No, well done, Wayne. That was good. Yeah. Uh, and watermelon um, gets the thumbs up, yeah, surprisingly, because yeah. I'm. Uh, it's one of those things you have it in your fruit salad and you go, yeah, that's okay. No, I don't. But then I walk past it every time in the no. supermarket and go, no, you I can't You do know you can eat the skin too. Oh, uh, no, you can't. The skin, to tell you what the skin's very good for, sunburn. 
Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's terrific for sunburn. Somebody, Absolutely um, I think terrific. it might have been Kerry Rodder, talked about um, a jellyfish bite, serving re- a jellyfish yes, bite yes, or something. I reckon, well, I reckon my family got more use out of watermelons as a sun cream type af- had, after sunburn than ever eating it. I had never heard of that. That is true. Uh, I don't like watermelons, don't like honeydew melons, and I don't really like rock melons. I don't like melons. Right. I like cheese. And, mm, and I like cheese Janet. goes well with melons. And Janet and cheese and cheese links <laughs> is a wonderful combination. Cheeselinks.com.au, 52821984 is the number. Yep. Uh, thanks to Rob Mills Thank for his time. You. Good luck on Dancing with the Stars uh, and uh, whatever it is that he's going to announce later in the year that he's uh, doing mm, on stage as well. Secret squirrel. Look forward to it. And look forward to your company on the next Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. And Kevin Hellier. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Boy, boy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au.